0: And Peter says to Jesus, you will never wash my feet. I can understand what Peter might be feeling because our naked feet are probably one of the last things we would like anybody to touch, at least anyone with whom we're not intimate. In the time and place of Jesus, it was probably more necessary to wash the feet in the absence of sanitation systems and in the presence of livestock on the roads but it was also a mark of hospitality. We, however, would prefer that no one comment on our state of cleanliness, much less offer to wash parts of ourselves. That would not be hospitable for us, that would be intrusive. But Peter was not merely commenting on how much filth Jesus would encounter by kneeling on the floor and washing his feet. He was also, of course, saying, that washing the feet was no job for anyone other than servants. And we, we most certainly don't have servants and we don't allow them to wash our feet. Why? Because that is just too close for us. That is just too close for comfort. Being too close for comfort is what Jesus does with Peter though. And he tells Peter that getting that close, giving up all his status as Lord and teacher, Touching all the ugliest parts of Peter is what life should be like for all of us. A little later in John's Gospel, Jesus says, I no longer call you servants, I call you friends. And the mark of that friendship is that you love one another, as I have loved you, as I have served you, as I have washed your feet. The great drama of the Passover announces for us that when God acted on behalf of Israel, The concept of owner and slave gave way to the community of friends and neighbors. In that Passover narrative which we heard, it is asserted that God overturns the Egyptians in favor of the Israelites. It is a narrative of triumph, of exultation, of wonder, of vindication. God offers freedom and abundance to everyone, especially the disinherited the practice of that freedom and abundance for everyone comes to us in the Gospel of John in the foot washing. When Jesus washes the feet of the disciples, he entrusts us to each other's care. He abolishes the division between master and servant, insider and outsider, citizen and alien, and gives us instead the instruction to love each other as deeply and as carefully as we love ourselves. The world could sorely use some love right now. The disinherited are searching all over Europe for sanctuary. Belgium and France are reeling from terrorist attacks. The United States is wounded with the foulest, most exclusionary language in our political dialogue. We are hard put to find abundance and love. This country is waiting for the church to lead the way to an alternate way of living not based on anxiety and consumption and might makes right, which leads to division and exclusion, but on inclusion and equality and mercy. This country needs us to be the message of Monday, Thursday. And what is so amazing about that and about this night, to me anyway, is that when Jesus started this movement, he did it by washing Peter's feet. This wasn't the grand Passover of Yahweh in Egypt or the procession through the Red Sea. This was the washing of dirty, homely feet of one person at a time. And after he had finished that, he had a meal with everyone, even Judas. In this tiny gesture, in this one reversal, Jesus demonstrates the way to love one another. Holding the tired, sore, rough places of someone else for a while and sharing a meal. It is almost impossible once you've done that with somebody to hate him or ignore him or deny him his rights. The great Howard Thurman, mentor to Martin Luther King, said something about this. He said, community cannot feed for long on itself. It can only flourish where always the boundaries are giving way to the coming of others from beyond them, unknown and undiscovered brothers. For me, one of the most moving aspects of our work with the REST program last summer was the degree to which Eating and talking with the men and women there were were transformed from doing something that we saw as helping an unfortunate group to sharing something with people we saw as neighbors. Every one of the children who came with me talked to the people with whom we ate and every one of those children came away surprised that those men and women were interested in them. It was certainly the best part of the summer. It was certainly a Monday-Thursday way of being in the world. Perhaps we could reflect as we eat this bread and share this wine about the unknown and undiscovered brothers in our lives here. How can we, as a community, wash the feet and share a meal with those who need our hospitality? How can we offer the world a Monday-Thursday?
1: 415- Three eight eight one nine zero seven, or visit us online at our Savior M V. dot org. That's O U R S A V I O U R M V for Mill Valley. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.